Jamal K. Davis here for another episode of Just for Sport. We're still talking baseball. As last episode, we talked about the American League East. And now we are going to talk about the American League Central and breaking down the teams and who will win the division in the Central between the Royals, Indians, Twins, Tigers, and White Sox. I'll give you a favorite and a sleeper pick of mine, of mine. An interesting thing is when I think about the American League Central, in my mind, it is the second most competitive division after the National League East. I think that all five of these teams know each other well. We have a team that has a lot of veterans that probably should be winning and isn't. We have a team in this division that collapses when they get to the playoffs. We have a team in this division that has to play second fiddle in their own city. So we got a lot of different tentacles here. And we're going to start with the Detroit Tigers. The Detroit Tigers? Yes, we're going to start with the Detroit Tigers. How did they do last year? And of course, we're talking about a season that only lasted 60 games. And in those 60 games, although they didn't play all 60, but how many teams did realistically? The Detroit Tigers finished 23 and 35 in the shortened, as I like to call it, playdemic season versus pandemic season. And in the regular season of 2019, Detroit only won 47 games. They lost more games than any other team in Major League Baseball at 114. That's not looking good. And when I talked about a team that has a number of veterans... I'm talking about a team like Detroit. Last time I checked, Miguel Cabrera still plays for the Detroit Tigers, and he is one of the uh, more popular players, if you will, in Major League Baseball. If you ask people who are some of the top players, I think Miguel Cabrera's name would probably come up, at least for me being uh, not just from Washington, but a Nationals fan who really felt for this guy. Wilson Ramos there at catcher. They also got second baseman, uh, I always used to mess up his name, Jonathan Shoop, Scoop. He used to be a former Baltimore Oriole. And now he is with the Detroit Tigers. But I don't know what to really make of this team. They finished 
last in the AL Central for the third time in four years. And the question is, are they going to turn a corner because they have arguably the best manager in baseball? Now, he may cheat to do it, but A.J. Hinch was the best player, uh, excuse me, manager signing of the offseason in my mind. Because he's trying to prove that what happened in Houston was in some ways not by his doing, but that he can win without having to cheat. And that remains to be seen. Last year, Willie Castro and Candelario... We're okay. And possibly there is a, you know, a chance for an upswing, maybe. Matt Manning, in terms of pitching, Tariq Skubal, Casey Mize. Maybe they'll make a little bit of noise. I mean, when you look at the, 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 Record last year, 23 and 35. It's bad, but it's better than 2019 when they lost 114 games. So when you look at the Detroit Tigers and you can get them to win the American League Central, if you're going to DraftKings, at plus 4,000, plus 4,000. That's a long shot. 400 to 1. I don't know. I don't know. That's not good. But, hey, if you're Detroit, it's probably cold up there. It's winter time. And you're like, hey, I'll take baseball. It means summer's right around the corner. And you got and you got what I think, as I've said already, AJ Hinch. You know, he's got a lot to prove and he's gonna try to have that team playing hard. And obviously when he was in Houston, yeah, in the beginning they weren't playing well, and you'll never know if it was the cheating by the players or how much it was the manager. But he's got something to prove here. And let's see what he's going to do with this team. They have four projected everyday players that are 29, age of 29 or older. And they're looking like an old, not so good team. They really are. But you never know. You never know what they will be able to do um, if it all kind of comes together. I mean, that's the key is how they come together. Can a Robbie Grossman, a Nomar Mazzara, Renato Nunez, 
are they the kind of pieces that can, um, you know, bring some life to the Tigers? Can a pitcher like Casey Mize turn the corner? They say he's got some really good stuff. But you never know. You never know. And obviously, we'll end it on Miguel Cabrera. He signed for $30 million a year through 2023. So, you hope he's going to somehow still be able to give you some solid at-bats and be an anchor for the Detroit Tigers. Let's hope it's just not an anchor to the bottom of the AL Central, which unfortunately, most likely it will be. Sorry, Detroit. Okay, you only do that for the Pistons, but sorry, Detroit. Maybe the year after next. Maybe, maybe. All right, the Kansas City Royals have Mike Matheny as their manager. They've got Carlos Santana. That name alone. Love that name. Hoping that he can bounce back from a bad 2020. He can still get on base. Plays well at first. Base, that is. He's not a defensive liability. And they sign former national. Is this going to be like a trend? You know, I talked about Wilson Ramos with Detroit. The Kansas City Royals sign former Washington National center fielder Michael A. Taylor pick up. So maybe for the Royals, it'll be a little bit better. That's a possibility. You never know. They have some good quality stars in Salvador Perez in Whit Merrifield. So they've got that going for them. And as we talked about the AL East and the Wash and the Washington National, excuse me, and the Boston Red Sox in the AL East. Wow, I'm screwing it all up. Andrew Ben Andrew Benintendi. Andrew Benintendi is now on the Kansas City Royals. What kind of spark will he and Michael A. Taylor and Carlos Santana add? You know, because in many ways, this is a very different team that you're adding to a team as Maryfield, Solaire. Maryfield and Solaire. And can Salvatore Salvador Perez become a star? Can he become the kind of big hitter that they need him to be to provide a spark? If it all comes together, 
maybe they will be a fun team to watch if they can get some of their young pitchers. Daniel Lynch. His name is, is spelled A-S-A, so I feel like it should be S-A like my brother. S-A Lacey. Every time I see it, I just think of my brother. I like stumble on his that name. Can Mike Miner help this team out? I mean, that's the key. What what are their what's the pitching situation gonna be like for Kansas City? To think that they could potentially win the division. You are looking at a team in the Royals that are like the Tigers, 400 to 1. Plus 4,000 for the Royals to be the division winner in the American League Central. And I just don't see it. I just don't see it. Next up, we're going with the second team in Chicago. That's right, the Chicago White Sox. That is one of the things that I have a lot of pride in. When I lived in the Chicago area, you know, I would ride the L, get off at Addison on a nice warm day. Some days I would walk to work by right by Wrigley Field. I rarely went down on the south side for baseball, but when I did, I always had fun. The windmills in the outfield, I always liked that center field restaurant that was right eye level with, well, really, it's not really center field, it's more right field, but I love that restaurant. That was awesome. You felt like you were on the field with the players. I think it's called a bar more. But the White Sox appear to be going all in. But is it really World Series or bust for the White Sox if you're a White Sox fan? Or do you just hope that you're going to see better baseball? Not that it was bad baseball last year. I mean, the White Sox finished 10 games over 535 and 25. They got to the playoffs. Playoffs? So that was good. And then in 2019, I mean, I, I, I don't like saying it like, oh, that was a real season. But they didn't do well that season, 72 and 89. So, you know, you if you're a White Sox fan, you really are hoping that the, the playdemic season is a sign of things to come. Now, the thing is, speaking of sign of things to come, I know when Rick Renteria was let go as manager of the White Sox to bring back Tony La Russa at 76 to manage this team. Granted, he's won three World Series. So he's got the baseball kind of mind that you want as a manager. But if I remember correctly, Rick Renteria was second in the AL in voting for manager of the year. And yet you say, hey, we got to make a change? Okay. 14 games 
away from the end of the regular season. There were only 14 games left in the playdemic season. The White Sox had the best record in the AL. And they kind of stumbled into the playoffs. They did make the playoffs, as I mentioned, but they lost in the first round to the A's. But they still have Jose Abreu. The MVP, Jose Abreu. You can't go wrong with having Jose Abreu in your lineup. You know, I was so mad. One year in fantasy, I guess it was last year, right? Had to be last year, a year before last. I had a chance to pick him up. I was like, yeah, I don't know. And I passed on him. And then he just blew up. And I was like, what? But they have a good young core as well. And Jose Abreu, it's not like he's old, so he kind of goes with that core. But you've got Tim Anderson. He has a high strikeout rate, but he'll get on base. You have uh, Luis Robert. Maybe he will have a... You know, he didn't do well towards the end of the regular season last year, but maybe, you know, now that it's more of a, I guess you could say it's a, um, we're getting back to normal kind of a season, possibly. I don't know if that's really fair to say. Probably not. But, you know, maybe it won't just be something where, you know, he had an incredible start, but then faded towards the end. And they're pitching. Lucas Giolito. Oh, another player the Nationals let go. Oh, boy. As a number one pitcher. He had a no-hitter last year, if I remember correctly. A complete game. Traded for Lance Lynn and Dallas Keuchel. That's a good number three. That is a good number three. That really is. But it remains to be seen. You're going to need a player like Moncada. Yoan Moncada to have a monster year. Is he a star? We'll see. The White Sox in the American League Central are the favorites at minus 143. So it's not really doing much if you bet on them. It really isn't. You more have to be a White Sox fan. But, you know, as I always talk about, I'm always trying to find a way that I could, you know, make some money. A lot of it. I'm always trying, you know, I'm like the, we're talking baseball. I'm like the home run hitter, right? I want the home run. Always swinging for the fences. Always. Speaking of swinging for the fences, the Minnesota Twins, boy, do they know how to swing for the fences. In the regular season, that is. Uh, Not so much when it gets to be October. Uh, Not so much. That's unfortunate for Minnesota. That really is. But they'll be in contention in the AL. There's no doubt about that. But every year, 
They are considered a World Series contender. They have consecutive division titles. They finished the season 36-24 and 24 in the Playdemic season. And if you go back to 2019, they won 101 games. The crazy thing is, Houston, the AL West, and the Yankees in the AL East, all three of them won over 100 games. And only one team in the National League, the Dodgers, won over 100 games in 2019. It's kind of weird, huh? A little bit. Just a little bit. But Minnesota, three trips to the postseason in the last four years. They somehow always fall down, fall flat on their face. They've got Nelson Cruz in their lineup, an older bat, and they're gambling on Josh Donaldson, who's 35 now, hoping that he can play a full season. Byron Buxton is a quality player. Alex Kirilov, he can hit for average in power. And Max Kepler leading off at center field. But you wonder what's going to happen with this team. Where are they going to go? Again, it goes back to pitching. Berrios, Pineda, J.A. Happ, Meta. What are they going to do? If they can follow up last year's pitching with another solid season this year, okay. It's a possibility. But we are talking about the twins. Right? If you remember last year, okay? 18 consecutive games? I mean, they just... I don't know. We'll see. The Twins are very good. The key is in October to keep losing in the postseason is not good. Now the Twins in the AL Central, they're at plus 175. Plus 175. I'm going to end it with the team that I personally feel like could be the darlings of the AL Central and that's the Cleveland baseball team no you heard me correctly the Cleveland baseball team hey this is somebody who 
had no problem getting used to calling the Washington football team the Washington football team all year. So I'm going to call them the Cleveland baseball team. Mama call you Clay. I'm going to call him Clay. The Cleveland Indians finished 35 and 25 last season. Same record as the White Sox. One game behind Minnesota. So it's going to be a tight race. It's going to be a tight race. And because of that, that's another reason why I would pick a team like Cleveland. I mentioned Minnesota won 101 games in 2019. Well, guess how many Cleveland won? 93. Now that's, to me, eight games back is a lot, but it's also kind of, it's close. It's close enough. A game here or there, you never know. Now, they may have w- missed their window for a championship, after, especially after you know deciding, okay, they're going to say goodbye to Francisco Lindor. Then they declined the options on Carlos Santana, closer Brad Hand. Carlos Carrasco. There are some questions with the Indians. There's no doubt about that. The questions begin with one player in my mind. And that is Jose Ramirez. Is he an MVP candidate? And if you think he is, if you think he is, then bet on him now. Bet on him and the Indians while you can get them at plus 650. And not just because of him, being arguably the best slugger in the infield in the American League. But they've got Shane Bieber. You got to know who Shane Bieber is, right? Cy Young winner? If along with Shane Bieber, you got Tristan McKenzie, if he can rise up, Zach Plesak, I think they've got a shot. I think they've got a shot, even if they're not sure about their identity and what kind of a team they are going to be. At plus 650, I'll buy that for a dollar. I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that. So, my... The favorite is the White Sox at minus 143 
But my team, and I don't know if you call them a sleeper, but I'm going with the Cleveland Indians at six and a half to one. It's not a lot, right? You're not making a lot. But if you put a dollar on it, you get $7.50 back. Not bad, right? You can't beat that. I mean, if you want to go big, you can go Kansas City Royals or Detroit Tigers. You get 40 to 1. But realistically, I think that's as far down as you should even think about going as the Cleveland Indians. So, there you have it. That's my American League Central preview. On Thursday's episode, I am going to break down the American League West. That's what we're going to do next. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Just for Sport. Download, subscribe, share, leave leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast. I appreciate the listen. Trying to get you, you know, give me in the triple digits, quadruple digits for downloads. You know, want to be trending upwards, just like the Cleveland Indians. All right, that's my pod. I'm Jamoke Davis. Ciao for now.